Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 127, and we have been in a series over the last couple of weeks about the greatness of God, seeing Him within battles in the Old Testament and the New Testament, moments of miraculous victory. And today I want to look at one of my favorite battles in all of the Scripture. In fact, I was talking to a friend just two days ago about this specific place in Scripture. He said, hey, I've listened to your podcast, and why have you not talked about Elijah and Mount Carmel yet? And I said, you know what? We'll do that this week. So with that being said, I want to look in the book of 1 Kings, chapter number 18, which is where we find the great battle on Mount Carmel. Now, we know in this story, if you've been around Scripture very much, if you go read 1 Kings chapter 18, you will see King Ahab and how he is talking to Elijah. He calls Elijah out and he says, you troubler of Israel. And Elijah's like, I've not troubled Israel. In fact, it's you that have troubled Israel. You've followed the Baals. You've gone away from the commands of the Lord. And so he says, send all the people of Israel together on Mount Carmel and bring the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of the Asherahs who eat at Jezebel's table. So all of these people gather on Mount Carmel. So that's where we pick up the story in verse number 20. And I'm not going to read this scripture word for word for you today. I hope you go and read this scripture. It's so much fun. It is a great story as you just read it. It's this action-packed, even reading it is this action-packed, like you're watching a movie play out on the screen. It's really, really cool. This scripture, you know how it goes. Elijah says to the prophets of Baal, you know what? Choose today who we're going to serve. You're either going to serve Baal or you're going to serve God. And let's just put an end to this debate. We're going to see who the real God is. Whoever answers by fire is the one who we serve. And so the prophets of Baal say, you know what? What you say is good. Let's go. Let's bring it on. So they build an altar. And as they build an altar, it was um, kind of an interesting scene because they begin to build an altar and they cry out to Baal, and there's no voice. It says, no one answered. And so then it says that they limp around. In verse number 26, you'll read that they limped around the altar they had made, or they danced around that altar, or they began to flail around that altar. So they began to make a big scene to try to get the attention of their God. So their God didn't hear them with just their voice, so they began to make a scene and cause a ruckus and cause some chaos there on that mountainside. And there was still no answer. So then Elijah starts mocking them. And he says, you know what? Maybe you need to cry louder. Maybe your God's asleep. Maybe he's in the bathroom. Maybe he's on a journey. Maybe he's, you know what? He's probably asleep. Just wake him up. You need to cry out louder. Then they begin to cut themselves and they begin to kind of just go crazy on this mountain to do anything they can to get attention from their God. And ultimately there was nothing. And so then we pick up in verse number 30. Elijah says, okay, now everybody come in here. And he begins to give instructions on how to set up the altar. He has very specific instructions, and he brings 12 stones and set them around, and he brings barrels of water over and over and over again. Now, remember, it wasn't like there was a great river that flowed up on the top of the mountain. You had to go down the, to the valley to pick the water up. And it was not an easy journey. So he sent these guys down and back and down and back and down and back. And it was this constant movement. you got to think they had to be mad with him. They had to be upset with him. Why are you making us do this? And basically what Elijah was saying is there's been a drought 
Everything is very dry. The grass is crunchy. You know, the ground is dusty. I don't want you to think this is an accident. I don't want you to think that somebody hit a couple rocks together, a spark showed up. I want you to know the power of my God. And I want you to see it firsthand. I want you to be a part of it firsthand. So he douses this altar in water. He cuts up the bull. He douses everything. Everything's soaking wet, dripping wet. There's, in fact, even a trench filled up with water around this altar. And then Elijah doesn't dance around. Elijah doesn't make a scene. Elijah doesn't even point to himself anymore. He no longer is directing anybody. In fact, it just says that Elijah the prophet came near and then began to pray. And he said, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day you are God in Israel, and that I am your servant, and that I've done all these things at your word. So answer me, O Lord. Answer me that this people may know you, O Lord, that you are God and that you have turned their hearts back. And then verse 38 says, Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. And Elijah said to them, seize all the prophets of Baal, let no one of them escape. And they seized them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and slaughtered them there. And I just, I think about this scene and I just, I'm amazed that the power of God in that moment directed right there to that altar in that very instant. You know, I look at the way that the prophets of the false God were. They cried out, didn't get an answer. They began to dance and cause a scene and cause chaos, got no answer. They began to cut themselves and scream and wail around, and they got no answer. Verse 29 says, no one answered and no one paid attention. (laughs) I think at this point, even the crowd that's gathered around on this mountain is like, I'm not even paying attention to what they're doing anymore. It's not working. They've been doing this for hours Elijah just, he, he gives these directions and Elijah just says, I'm going to pray. And I can just picture Elijah praying over this altar and then taking a step back. First off, you realize he drew everyone close, right? He's like, I want everybody to get a front row seat to my God because he's that awesome. He's that powerful. He's that amazing. After you get this front row seat and you see this firsthand, you better back up because his fire is going to consume. It is all consuming. Today, I don't know what you're facing. I don't know if it's you against 450 on a mountaintop. I don't know if you feel like your faith isn't as strong as Elijah's. Elijah had no doubt in his mind. I mean, he's on this mountain. He's even calling out the false prophet saying, listen, your God's not going to answer you, but just wait. Mine will. There's no doubt in my mind. My God will answer. Do you have that kind of faith? Are you strong enough to say, I trust my God so much that he will deliver in the moment that I need him to? Elijah needed him to deliver right here. If he didn't, Elijah was about to go and be killed. Elijah had all of these men and all of these people against him. The king was against him. And yet he said, my God will prove himself true and faithful. Our God is powerful. He will display his might. There is a day coming where every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that God is absolutely right. The wrath he poured out on his son as a substitute for us was the right thing to do. It was the just thing to do. We all will have to agree with him one day. Whether you agree with him today or not, 
It doesn't really matter. There's a day coming where we all will agree God is right. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess Jesus Christ is Lord. Today, walk in that victory. Walk in that power. Walk in that victory like you are Elijah and he has just consumed the altar that you built before him because he is that God still today that will consume everything and prove himself to be true.